Welcome inside line sports show here on this lovely Thursday night. We're back to normal. Tim, how are you doing, my friend? I'm good, Ben. How are you doing? I, I you know, I realized that I said we're back to normal, Tim. I don't think we'll ever be back to normal. Um, I don't I even know what normal that. is at this <laughs> exactly. Point. I don't think anybody knows what normal is at this point. So, I mean. Hey, it is what it is. There's so. nothing normal in this world anymore, period. So <laughs> that's like, right. it, it, definitely not going to be normal with our show. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to get into some NFL action since we have yet to even talk about it on the show. And why here is it he already is, Tim. <laughs> why is he already in here? All right, Cody. I, I love you, man. Roll we, we get already. it. Look at that. Oh, man. You, know, we're, uh, you almost got rolled by Longhorns a couple weeks ago. Relax. Ooh, man, got him. All right. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to do a new segment called buy or sell and so tim what we're going to do is we're going to walk through the nfl and kind of just basically see what teams you're buying and what teams you're really selling uh and let's start with the afc east tim and if you want me to go first i can go first it's totally up to you I i'll leave it up to you do you want to go first tim or do you want me to go first i'll let you go first okay that's fine with me all right in the afc east I'm going to buy the Miami Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills. I think of how well that they have played to come out of the gate. I think between Waddle and Tyreek Hill now with Tua has mm -hmm. created a huge spark in this offense. This defense looks like it's improving very well. And then the Bills, I mean, they are a Super Bowl favorite right out of the gate. I mean, they really are. And they've proven it, and they look really good. So those are the two teams I'm going to buy. Um, I'm not going to sell any other teams. I just don't know enough about them yet in the AFC East. So who's your teams in the AFC East? Are you going to buy or are you going to sell, Tim? Um, I'm buying the Dolphins. I will buy them. Obviously, but buy the Bills. Those guys are absolutely scorching hot right now. Took down the world champions on the opening night and then rolled on Monday night 41-7. to My goodness. I mean, there's another team that – yeah, definitely not buying her now. Tennessee, 0 and 2. Definitely didn't expect that, you know, very bad performances from Derrick Henry, the running back. So overall, uh, I, I think the Bills have come out swinging, man. And they definitely look like a, they're definitely a, a Super Bowl favorite. Now, I, now the favorite, I wouldn't go that far yet. They're, but they're definitely one of the uh, top two or three, I think, that, that you would have to put up there and put in consideration. So the Bills, I'm definitely buying. Patriots, I'm. Now, definitely not. I'm, not I'm, I'm buying them if you want to maybe put them in the wild card discussion. But in terms of the division, heck no. See, and, and that's the thing. The teams that I do not mention in this buy or sell, it's I haven't made a decision yet. And it's like, I don't want to sell them off yet. And Patriots are one of those. I'm not fully invested in saying, hey, I'm going to buy them, but I'm not going to sell them off either. Like, they're not like it's still a team that's gonna have to show me a little bit more and so that's what this process is for me as i go through this buy and sell like buy is like 100 like i i know that this team is going to be good sell is like all oh, of this team i'm already done with like and yeah these teams that i do not mention are just teams that i i don't have enough proof yet so that's how we're gonna go with that all right um since you mentioned the tennessee titans we'll just go straight down to the afc south i'm actually going i'll go sell first I'm going to sell Indy and Matt Ryan because I think I don't know what happened between his time getting on a plane from Atlanta to go to Indy to now. Like, I don't know what's happened, but I feel like there's been nothing there for him to work with. And it's so bad up there in Indy. Like, it, it, I, it looks like Matt Ryan is just like, he feels awful. 
But I feel even like worse that he's not in it as bad in a situation as Tennessee is right now because oh, yeah. I don't know what in the world to, and I'm selling off Tennessee like I'm done. Like it, it's already like set in stone. I don't know how you can come back from the worst two weeks probably in your franchise history. And it looks so bad right now for the Tennessee Titans. And I'm willing to just sell them off already. Yeah, I, I wouldn't, I don't know. It's, I think it's very early, especially when there's only one team that even has a win right now in that division, and it's Jacksonville. So, which, and that's which my is, team I'm buying, Tim. That's the team yeah. I'm buying. I mean, I, I'm with you, though. I, I, I like Jacksonville. I mean, I think Trevor Lawrence has done good. I think he's played very well. Last week, you know, he just kind of put him up early, and then they just didn't need a whole bunch from him. So, the, his stats weren't very in, in, indicative of how he played last week. Because right. they were up by so many, they you know, they shut out the Colts and Matt Ryan. So again, something about when Indy goes to Jacksonville, I don't know what it is. They cannot win there. I think I think it's been what seven, eight years in a row now, or something. Every time they go to Jacksonville, they've lost. Makes no sense. But hey, I mean, and in Jacksonville, I guess just just that strong to Indy apparently. But it's you know over the years they hadn't been that strong to anybody else. You know, with the exception sure. of Blake Bortles, Jalen Ramsey years. So. I, I, I'm definitely buying them. I think the rest, uh, Tennessee, I rise right now. I, I've got to sell. You know, not looking great. It, it, their whole philosophy just doesn't seem to be working. Definitely Ryan Tannehill's not going to be the guy that's going to get in there. I mean, will they come in with uh, Malik Harris? Uh, I forgot his last name. <laughs> Willis. Willis, thank you. The, the, the QB from Liberty that they drafted, I believe, in the third round or fourth round this year. Yeah, Perhaps third year, round. So third round, yeah. And uh, maybe they'll come with him. But right now, I, Tannehill's just not the guy anymore. You know, he, it, two years ago, even a little bit of times last year, he could be that guy that, that he could sling around the, the ballpark. Uh, but right now, I mean, they, I mean, he lost his top receiver. I mean, his, his technically his top two receivers because Julio Jones, even though he really didn't see him that much last year because of how much he was hurt, you know, he doesn't really have any proven weapons around him anymore. And none of the guys are really stepping up. And again, Derrick Henry, while he is a just a train coming through there, he's he's not going to be the guy. You know, if, if he's your only offensive weapon, he's not going to carry you all the time, especially if your defense hasn't is not going to perform. And they haven't. <laughs> Let's just right. say that they, again, they play a Giants team that really isn't that great offensively, and they didn't look great that game. But then they got absolutely spanked and embarrassed against Buffalo. So yeah, definitely not buying Tennessee. I'm honestly shocked, but. You can't be too shocked just because, I mean, they, they traded A.J. Brown away in the offseason. So, I mean, it's almost like you kind of get what you deserved on that one. So Yeah. I'm going to go AFC North now, and I don't have any teams I'm buying, but I'm definitely going to sell the Cincinnati Bengals. And it's only because really? their O-line is trash. I mean, it is awful. In the last four games, and that includes, like, the two games last year, so the Super Bowl and the AFC Championship, They've a lot, this offensive line has allowed 24 sacks. Mm-hmm. That's not rushes on the quarterback. That's just sacks. And for me, that's a huge red flag, and it's even gotten worse in these first two games of the season for them. And it's going to be – like you said, it, it's like in any sport. It takes like those first four games to kind of get things going. But it's going to be really hard if this offensive line still struggles two weeks from now. And – it's just going to be a hard to pick things back up. I think Joe Burrow is an incredible quarterback. I think they got a lot of weapons around them. I just don't know if this offensive line is going to give Joe Burrow enough time to allow him to make those plays to those big-time players. 
that's my only concern with Cincinnati right now as they start 0-2. Yeah, I think that's a little premature for them, I'll be, I'll be honest. Uh, and I, I, I understand why they're definitely – their offensive line is a is work in progress, to say the least. But, I mean, you look at it. They had the Jets this, this week, and they're on the road. But they go back to – I know they lost last year, but this is a game that they could definitely win. It's very win, very winnable game. Then you have Miami, who uh, on Thursday night football at home. Well, that's tough. I think that's still very winnable. I think that's going to be a fun game. Tyreek Hill and Jalen Water are, are on another level right now. I mean, they're waddling you know, to, to an undefeated record right now. So uh, they're, they're looking really good. Uh, so, and then they, then they got the Saints. Then they got the Falcons, who should – sorry, Ben, should be a win. Yeah. Uh, okay. and, and then the Browns, who, uh, you know, they've looked good, which is the Browns, uh, as we're talking AFC North, they've yeah. surprised me. They, they came away with a, a week one victory against the Panthers after what should have been called a fake spike. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, Cade York drilled that 58-yard field goal. I mean, I'm telling you, yeah. man, that, that'd have been good from like 70. It was, I, know. I mean, it was drilled. Uh, he had then, like 30 more yards left on that kick. It was yeah, insane. yeah, it was crazy. And then last week, man, they in true Browns fashion, they had the game sealed against the Jets. And then the, oh yeah, that was the awful. Jets have a blown. You know, they, they take advantage of a blown coverage, take it to the house, get the onside kick, recover that, and then take it in for for a touchdown to go ahead. And of course, a missed extra point by Cade York, the guy that just. Drill at a 58-yarder. That, that is, by the way, this is what Panthers fans feel. This guy <laughs> drills a 58-yard field goal. They'll beat us one week. And then the next week, he, he misses an extra point to cost his team the game. Why? Where was that when we played, y'all? Like, what in the heck? I mean, is there something about Bank of America Stadium that makes it easier to kick? I, uh, I, don't, I don't know. know. I don't it's know. the wind in Charlotte, Tim. It's the wind in Charlotte. Yeah, I, I'm sure. I mean, it, it, <laughs> I, I think it starts to hate the Panthers because um, maybe it's the ownership. I don't know. The wind just d- decides. Yeah, we're 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 you know, we're going to blow your kicks out. We're going to blow the other team's kicks in. I don't know. I don't know what it is, man. It's just something. But overall, I, I, I think it's a little early on the Bengals. I'm not buying them, but I'm not selling them. I'm not, not ready to yeah. ship them out. A team that I'm not really sold on is the Steelers. Okay. They lost T.J. Watt week one. Don't know how yeah. long he's going to be out. Don't know if he's going to be out the year. He's going to be out a few weeks. I think I saw him when he went on IR. Uh, so their defense is very solid. Not sold on Mitchell Trubisky yet. I, I think he's – I don't think anybody is. Yeah, I, not sold on him. Uh, I, I think soon we can see Kenny Pickett. But I, mean, I think right now, at least for the next couple weeks, you're going to see Mitchell Trubisky. But, I, I mean, just not very good. Uh, Naj, Najee Harris, I mean, I love the guy. I but Man, he needs an offensive line. I mean, this guy's so talented. <laughs> another team. Yeah, I agree with that. That's another team that needs an offensive line. <laughs> Absolutely, man. So I'm, I'm definitely I'm going to sell the Steelers right now. Uh, the Browns, I'm actually going to buy. Okay. I, I like the, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt in the backfield, man. Dude, Nick Chubb's a beast back there. As I know, he he's, he's on my fantasy team. So he, he's <laughs> he's an absolute beast. Absolute monster right there, and then Kareem Hunt kind of changed things up a little bit. And Brissett, I've liked what I've seen from. I, I think like he hasn't done a ton to hurt the team. Truly, he keeps them in the ball games, and that, that's what sometimes a team like the Browns, that's definitely more of a ground and pound style of football, they just need the quarterback not to lose them the game. And that's basically that, that's what Jimmy Garoppolo was the 49ers, and it looks like he's going to have to be that again now that Trey Lance is done for the year. Which talk about awkwardness and that. We'll get to that in a minute, but yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, it's just oh, overall, man. I, I I think I just I like the Browns. I do, and of course I'm going to buy the Ravens, uh, even though they blew a three touchdown lead in the fourth quarter. That was that was bad. But to be fair, like half their secondary was out injured, and they were the was not in the game. So and it, that having that happen with Jalen Waddle and the Tyree Hill, that was kind of bound to happen. 
And if you look, it wasn't even the throws for Tua were that great. I mean, I think all those touchdown throws, those long touchdown throws were underthrown. They weren't yeah. great balls for any means, but Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle was just wide open. So Exactly. So, all right, uh, AFC West, this is the last one, and this may be a shocking one, but first I'm going to sell one team. I'm going to sell Denver. I, I just I don't know if there's enough faith for me in Russell Wilson with the Broncos right now for me to believe that they are a playoff team yet. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's kind of like you, you're like 50-50 on selling them, but if you had to make a decision, I would say let's go ahead and sell off Denver. But here's the shocking one. I'm going to buy an 0-2 team, Tim, and that is the Raiders. Both okay. their games are very close losses. They lost in overtime to the Cardinals in a very wild game. I mean, well, absolutely a 16-point lead. Yeah. So I think this is a team that has a lot of progressions to make, but it's you got to get it turned around very quickly. And your schedule after you play some of these tougher teams in the next couple weeks, I think they get the Chiefs here in a couple weeks. I think after that, I mean, it's it's a very winnable schedule for the Raiders, and so that's why I'm going to put them in the buy category because of their schedule, not really because of what they've shown me so far. They've shown promise, but their schedule favors them a lot towards the end of the year, so I'm going to buy them. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, definitely not buying Broncos right now. Uh, again, Russell Wilson kind of showing what he did his last few days in Seattle. Just, I mean, the offense is, you know, will look great at times, so then at times it's just – not looking good. I mean, he hasn't even really taken off with Denver yet. So it's just exactly. kind of like you're in that waiting process. Like, wh- wh- where's, you know, Chef Broncos Ross? Country. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's That's ride. Right. <laughs> be careful. I might be riding to that bench if you, you know. But I'm, I'm kidding. They're not going to bench him anytime soon. But we want oh, Drew Locke. <laughs> Lord, just. I don't think that's going to happen that, anytime that soon. That came so. out. <laughs> that would be oh, insane. Man. Oh man, yeah, the guy's not even starting for the Seahawks right now. Yeah, losing that to Geno Smith. But, exactly. Yeah, everybody in the AFC West, though, Chiefs obviously were buying, Chargers obviously buying. Now it'd be interesting to keep keep an eye on Herbert's injury, the ribs, and they're saying he's getting a little more comfortable there. Uh, I'm hoping that's the case because obviously I have him on fantasy. But at the same time, he's also really good for the game. He's a great quarterback, and a lot of people were most people did not see this coming. I mean, they they definitely didn't see this uh, in, in college. Well, you saw glimpses of it, but you just you could just tell. Overall, um, he just didn't have the weapons around him at college. He's got plenty of weapons now. I mean, that's Mike Williams. Keenan Allen's a little hurt, but he's a major weapon for them. Uh, overall, you know, and that, that, that pick six was highly unfortunate. I think it took their winning percent from like 80-something to like to, to win to like 70-something to lose last week against Kansas City. Uh, Mike Williams just for some reason balls out in Kansas City. I don't know what it is, man. Uh, you're going to need him to kind of keep that going and, and have it more so than just in Kansas City. You're going to have to have him bring it home. And I like the matchup this week they got, too, Them uh, at home against the Jaguars. The Jaguars, you know, uh, Coach Dougie P, you know, I think he's done a great job with them. Uh, bringing in th- that defense that, that played so well last week after ca- kind of getting burned late against the Commanders in week one. Uh, hopefully, you know, they're going to be need to be on their best because Herbert's going to come out firing. You know, and then they're going to have to kind of put it on his back, you know, take advantage of the fact that Herbert's got uh, hurt ribs and, and just kind of take advantage of that and then try to exploit that any way he can. And, and that starts with uh, stopping Austin Eckler. So, and he's been a little bit, you know, he's been not, um, he's, he's just hadn't been a factor, I guess you would say. He just yeah. hadn't really been, hadn't taken off. He hadn't been, uh, haven't seen his ceiling yet. So uh, hopefully they'll get him going. Uh, 
Seahawks. Oh no, that's not, wait. Well, who's the other team in the AFC West? I just I just blanked for a second. Raiders, oh. Denver, Kansas City, and Charles. Oh, Raiders. That's right. That's one. That's one yeah. I had talked about. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, again, that's pro, that's a really good zero two team. I mean, Devontae Adams, they just traded for. They've got Hunter Renfro. They've got the pieces around. They got Josh Jacobs backfield. This is on Derek Carr, you know. And again, some of the play calling as well. I mean, Josh McDaniels and his staff, man, they need to do a better job of play calling in the fourth quarter because that, that, that play calling, I don't know. I just, I hate when teams go conservative. It's just like you are setting up for the other team to come back. And it's like you play, you're playing to lose Why, or, or not to lose. You're playing, you're trying not to lose. Play to win. Go get another touchdown. Yeah. Go out there and, and be aggressive, you know. Occasionally it'll backfire on you, but here's what it is: go out there and squash them. Do put put your foot on their throat and don't let them up. So I, I think that definitely needs to be a little bit more of a philosophy change with the Raiders because they've got the weapons. This, this team is really really solid. You got Darren Waller as well at the tight end, major weapon for Derek Carr. There's weapons all over the place. There's no reason why they should be owed to. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's move to the NFC and let's start in the NFC East. I'm gonna buy Philly. I think honestly, this is like one of the teams for me that I was very shocked coming into the year of how good Jalen Hurts has looked, and especially with all of his weapons around him. This defense with Nicobe Dean, Jordan Davis, and a bunch of other guys have been phenomenal. So I'm going to buy Philly right out of the gate. I think they could even win this division easily, easily. And I know that's a big statement, but that's as much belief as I have in Jalen Hurts and this whole entire Eagles organization I've never had more faith in them than I do right now. So I'm going to take the Phillies and buy them completely. I'm not going to sell anybody yet. There's just not enough evidence to sell anybody off yet. Yeah, I'm with you. I definitely, you definitely got to buy the Eagles at this moment. They played really well. Jalen Hurts has played exceptional. Uh, again, they went out and got some pieces around them, put, put some uh, options around them, uh, give them some options to throw to. And, of course, the, their running game, they were the best running team in football last year. So that, that's obviously continued into this year. They've looked really good thus far. You know, uh, everybody's like, oh, they played the Lions in week one. But Lions are honestly uh, – and week two looked really good. They, Lions are definitely one of the mo- more improved teams, I think, in the league, which is shocking to say, but I think it's very true. I think the Lions are definitely improved. Now, I'm not going to buy them for anything serious at the moment till I see them later on. But I, overall, I think they're going to be a really good team. And the Eagles looked sharp against them. So I, I, I'm definitely buying the Eagles. Uh, I'm kind of in a moment where – I'm not buying or selling the Giants right now. Uh, two weeks against a, a Titans team yeah. that just hasn't looked really good. And then week two against the Panthers, who we'll get to in a moment, my lowly Panthers. <laughs> uh, uh, again, they barely beat them, barely squeaked out a win against them. Again, offense hasn't looked awful, but it hasn't looked good the exact same time. You know, their defense is going to have to carry them, and I don't think it'll carry them all season long. So I, I'm kind of leaning towards selling the Giants right now, even though they are 2-0. Cowboys, it's almost like you're going to have to survive until Dak gets back. And they, they did it so far. They, you know, the game, he, Cooper Rush, man, he, he played it. Basically, you know, like I said earlier, some teams you just need from your quarterback, don't lose us the game. And that's exactly what he did. He played very well, got him enough points, got him down the field enough to kick a game-winning field goal, field goal against Cincinnati last week. So uh, I'm tr- it's, it's tricky because Dallas – has got the pieces. They've got the things in place. They just need to string together a, a few wins and have a winning record by the time Dak gets back. They do that. I'll, be, I'll definitely be buying the Cowboys in, in this division. I think they're definitely going to be challenging the Eagles, but, again, Cooper Rush during this time is just going to have to keep the Cowboys afloat. Yeah. Um. Let's go to the NFC North. I, and this is just being honest right here. I'd be okay if you sell them all. I mean, I really would. Uh, <laughs> between – 
Minnesota, Green Bay, Detroit, and Chicago. I mean, this is one of those where you could just literally just sell the, all of them because you don't even know who's going to win this division at the end of the year because they all just look so bad. I've never seen Kirk Cousin look, look so bad in primetime. I don't know what it is. It's like this dude can go and play on a normal Sunday mm-hmm. and look decent. But when he goes and plays in primetime, Tim, it's like yeah. he forgets how to play quarterback. And I don't understand how that works. Green Bay has no wide receiver help. And I even saw on a tweet today, I'm not sure how true this is, so don't quote me on it, but every wide receiver was out today at practice because of a hamstring issue. And that included Sammy Watkins and a couple other people. Don't know how accurate that tweet was. Love Sammy, but he's always hurt, so that doesn't surprise me. Exactly. So uh, that's what I'm saying. It's very believable if they were out for practice today because of hamstrings. Detroit, you can't put faith in Detroit. And Chicago... They looked pretty good in that first half against Green Bay, but then struggled in that second half and couldn't get anything going after that. And so, it, I just, I don't, you can't buy or sell any, like you could sell this whole thing off, this whole division off and be okay because I don't think there's a team where I can be like, yeah, I'm going to, that's, that's the team to win the division right there. It's a clear cut favorite, but there's not. Well, I think the main thing you got to focus on here is, one team has Aaron Rodgers and the other three don't. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's really what it comes down to. I, it's almost like no matter who's around him, as long as he gets production from his running backs and a, a receiver of some sort, they'll do enough to win. I, I don't know what it is. I, that, it's just something about Aaron Rodgers. I mean, they're paying him all that money. He better figure it out, right? So uh, uh, you, got, you got to buy the Packers just for that reason. The Vikings, you know, I, I think they look, they, they look good in week one. Uh, week two, obviously not so much. Brian time cousins struck again. So there was that. And the Eagles team that looks really good coming out of the gate. So you can't put too much on it. We'll definitely get a more film for the, this week against the lions. And then especially that, uh, um, the next week when they travel, I believe it's going to be in London because they're seeing a nine 30 kick. Yep. So I'm assuming that's going to be London. Yeah. Uh, the, the, where they <laughs> go across the pond to play the Saints. So we're really going to learn a lot about them. Definitely next three weeks. And then they got the bears after that. So, I mean, it, we're going to learn a lot about Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. So, um, But right now, I, I think I'm still going to kind of lean on the bye just because of Dalvin Cook, and I think they'll be able to rely on that running game, and they'll be able to open things up, and they won't play on prime time that much. So I, I think Kirk Cousins will be just fine if, if they play on a regular Sunday. So, All right, we're going to move to the NFC West and save the South for last because we, we got a lot of comments about the South. Um but I'm going to buy San Francisco's defense, um, and I, I think this is probably one of the best defenses in this division. Offensively, I'm not sure if I can buy anybody yet, but I am going to go ahead and say I love this team, and I, like I'm on the edge. I'm not saying I'm selling this team, but I'm right. on the edge of it, and it's the Seahawks. Geno Smith have sh- has shown promise here and there, but can he be consistent? And that's why it's kind of on the edge for me to sell him off, but I'm not going to do so yet. It's on the edge, but I'm not going to sell him off yet. Okay. I will. Yeah. I, I'm, no, n- not not happening. <laughs> Sorry. I, 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 it's not happening. I'm not saying I, they're going to win the division, but I, okay. I'm, I'm, I, I'm not going to sell him off either. <laughs> look, they've got weapons. they got DK Metcalf. they still got Tyler Lockett. Jamal Adams is out for the rest of the year. Yeah, exactly. Jamal Adams, you know, I would say a big part of the defense, but really and truly, I mean, he's been more of a guy that's been a very popular player and, you know, he'll get fantasy numbers as well, but like just really and truly he gets burned a ton. So, I mean, 
True. But he is one of the, one of their guys, one of their better defensive guys. He's his athletic stud, so that is a big loss. But I, I'm just not buying the Seahawks just because, man. I don't think you can win with a guy named with with Geno Smith at your quarterback. I'm, I, yeah. I just don't believe it. Like I said, he's shown promise, but he hasn't shown uh, like it's not like he's been in completely awful either. So I he like, hasn't. So I think that's why you're like, okay, I can't sell him off completely yet. But I'm not buying them either because I'm there's just too much for me to be shown before I can buy this team. All right, um, NFC South, Tim. Let, let's just go through uh, some of these comments for you, Tim, because I think you're gonna love these. Um, your favorite one, uh, and we'll get to this name in a moment, Tim, and I'll tell you why. It'll be on the other side. Um, let me see. Is there any others? It's just fire mat roll, pretty much. So. Sell the Panthers and fire Matt Rule. There you go. Um, so that, that's really all you're going to get. So mm-hmm. um, let's talk about this. I, I'm going to sell Tom Brady. There is so much surrounding this man <laughs> that I've never seen before. There's so many questions about his health. There's so many questions about off-the-field issues between him and his wife. There's so many things just going on in Tom Brady's uh, life. I don't know how in the world this man does not make it through halfway through the season without him having to make a decision. Hey, are you committed to football? Or are you committed to being a family man? And I think we'll find that out once they get their first bye week in the middle of the season. I don't think – I really don't – I don't understand how that doesn't affect him on the field at all. Because you've seen so many athletes struggle with off-the-field stuff. Like, they can't even play football. Like, they can't mm-hmm. even focus on football. I mean, that's I think that's why you saw a little bit of frustration of Tom Brady slamming a tablet once again, and it became a huge internet meme. I think there's so much frustration built in him. He took it out on the tablet on Sunday. So I'm going to sell Tom Brady. And I know that's like, it's a hard thing to do, but I, and I still think they win this division because I, I, you could sell every other team off, but I am willing to buy, and this is going to be insane to him. I'm willing to buy one person on one team, and that is it. Have you ever, but I want to go go into a backstory a little bit. Have you ever seen this show, Tim, Extreme Home Makeover with Ty Pennington? Like back in the day, we were like, oh, yeah, 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 I remember that, yeah, yeah, okay. This is, I always wanted to be that family, (laughs) yeah, exactly. I did too. I I think this is what Marcus Marietta brings, and I'm only buying Marcus Marietta, I am not buying the Atlanta Falcons organization whatsoever. I am saying that Marcus Mariota came in and has looked like he can be a starting quarterback again. I'm not saying that the Falcons are winning this whole entire division. I'm just saying that they are improving, Tim. That's all they're doing. They're making this house that was literally like burnt to the ground, (laughs) and he's trying to put it back together. And that's what I feel like this (laughs) – what Marcus Mariota is doing with the Falcons right now. They are just putting the pieces back together. That's all they're doing. So that's why I'm saying I'm not buying the Falcons at all. I'm buying Marcus I hope not. by himself. <laughs> Goodness. I was, I, I was like, oh, is he going with the Saints maybe? No. Maybe he's going Michael Thomas. Maybe he's going to Taysom Hill. Maybe he's going somewhere around there. This dude goes, Marcus Mariota. I'm like, look, I know you're an Atlanta Falcon fan. Look, and, I, and I understand like I said, he hasn't I'm played not, bad. Yeah, they should be one and one, but then true Atlanta Falcon fashion, they you know, they blew it. So hey, and then they come. They were down so much last week, and then they come back, and it, it was funny because every meme came out. They were down twenty eight to three at the half, Tim. 
Really? The Falcons oh, yeah. were down 28 to three at the half. And they I'm almost sure came back and won that game. And somebody tweeted, it's like, are the Falcons really about to come back from 28 to three to revenge that curse? And I, I don't think like, you'll ever be able to avenge that curse ever, unless it's in the Super Bowl. I don't think you'll ever be able to do that. True. So. But yeah, True. I, I'm, I, again, not buying Falcons, not buying the Panthers. Yeah. But, uh, just goodness gracious. Saints you, have got some options. I, I, I like the Saints. Now, your Tom Brady thing. Because you said a lot. There's a lot to unpack. On okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tom Brady. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You know what that means? You know what seven is? Yeah, he's got seven rings. That's how many Super Bowl rings he has. <laughs> I, I, I mean, the, the dude is 2-0. and oh. What more do you want from him, man? I mean, I mean okay, you're going to have to fill me in on what this Giselle thing is. Because, I mean, I heard a little bit about it, but I'm like, okay. I'm, not, I'm okay. not reading into that. I, I got you. I got, I got way you. better things to do. Quick moral of the story. Okay, he retired, right? You remember this? It came out about him retiring than unretiring. Yes, and because Tom Brady retired to spend more time with his family, it was the reason of retiring, Mm -hmm. and then he unretires and starts playing football again. He disappears for eleven weeks. No one knows where he went. Like no one has any idea of where Tom Brady was during the preseason. Shows up the last week of preseason and starts that last preseason game, and he looks unhealthy and skinny. Like you can tell it, especially in his face. He lost a lot of weight in his face. He lost a lot of weight in general. Like he's probably the skinniest he has ever been as a quarterback. And I, I don't know if it's like a mental thing for him right now. I don't know what it is, but there's just a lot of off the field stuff that concerns me. Mm-hmm about him continuing on throughout the rest of the season. There's just – there's a lot. Now, granted, I would rather have him start at quarterback than Kyle Trask. Don't get me wrong in that department. I am not saying that he does not need to be the starting quarterback Lord, at all so, whatsoever. Man. I'm just saying that there's a lot of off-field stuff that he has to handle, and I don't know how that will affect him as the season continues. I think that's fair. That's I my that's case. Fair. I mean, I mean – Every man's worst nightmare: getting to go, go home and spend time with, with your supermodel wife. <laughs> Every man's worst yeah. nightmare, oh. there, Tom. Oh, oh man, I, I'm telling you, it's the worst nightmare. So, oh man. All right, so that is our buy and sell. Wait, oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Is wait, uh, Batty, What do you think of this? Is she watching or not? What, what no, she's, not, she's probably not. She she told me she was going to go take a nap. So, um, yeah, right. that's what I was pregnancy saying, does. I was like, I was like, dang, man, you saying, like, what are you saying about your wife? No, 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 I'm not saying, <laughs> look, I am blessed and highly favored. I married up, not down, all right? I did a fantastic job, so oh, I, I don't man. know how I was so gracious. So, um, saying that, we need to take a break. <laughs> when we come back on the other side, we'll talk some college football, get to our picks of the week presented by our friends at Section 103. So, don't go anywhere. We will be right back, right here on the Sideline Sports Show. Welcome back in. Yeah, to, oh my gosh, what, what are you doing? I was trying to get out of the camera and try to prank you, but I was like, they ain't gonna get out in time. 
What's the guy that uh, does the slide every time he comes into uh, the broadcast from last year? He did it with AI last year. Or, uh, Al Michaels. He did it with Al Michaels last year. Um, they'd be like, and here comes my friend, and he like slides into the shot. I, I forgot his name. How do you do that? Like, you'll just like straight up go. Yeah, no. Yeah, like yeah, that. like that. Yeah, well, no, no, like he would lean out. Oh, I gotta bring the mic this way. He would like lean out of the shot. I gotta go all the way over here in my rolly chair. Quality content, right here, folks. Quality so, content. So he would, he would basically start like out of the camera, right? And then he would like slowly come into the camera and it's like, I'm Al Michaels and this is mine. Um, an anchor, da da da. What's his name? I don't know. He told the story this week of like how him and Al Michaels like did Are you that. About Chris you know, Collinsworth. I, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. And he was talking about the story this week of how like he like how that story happened. Like he had like this set. Al Michaels had this setup where he would like talk before like mm-hmm. they would go on air, just like welcome into some so Lambeau Field as the Packers take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? And he's like, I'm Al Michaels, and this is my friend Chris Collinsworth. And he would just kind of like slide in. And he was telling me like they had like tape on the chair, and like he had to be out of the frame and like lean out of the frame and then come into the frame. So that's what that reminded me of for a moment. You're just like out of the frame, and then you're like, hey. <laughs> so sorry, I didn't. Not made dramatic, you know. So I, I was trying to. That kind of gives me the feel. You remember back in the elementary school days when you used to. Like you have the news, like some of the kids would do the news, and you would try oh, to yeah. figure out a way when you either come in and you go out and you try to. That's what that reminded me of, like a, a little creative way to come in. Yeah, I, I, like in our elementary school, we had, and I don't know about you, they used to have like those uh, mounts for like the big box TVs up on the wall, and I always remember, and I'm like, how in the world is that thing even hanging up there? Because it weighs like a, a ton, and literally, yeah. like. Every kid would come into the shot like they'd start at the bottom and then just pop their head up like that. And they're yeah. like, Welcome into so and so news here at so and so elementary school. And I'm just like, What? <laughs> like, <laughs> and they come in from different directions, except never they would come and they would never come from the top and come down. They would always either start from the left, to right, or come from down up. And I'm just well, like, How would you come from the top? That's what I want. Hey, look, you just get some like strings, uh, attach yourself to a harness and just. They drop you down. I mean, you get the cameraman to get film everything upside down, and then you know, exactly, exactly. I mean, and uh, then they're upside down. And it's like, hey, welcome into so and so. And so hey, we're getting way off topic. All right. Well, we went way down that road. <laughs> we went so. way down a road. So if you want to call and get into the show, seven zero six three eight nine eight zero nine four. And then if you want to check out our great friends in section one hundred three, go check them out. Section one hundred three Use your ten percent off code sideline at checkout. Make sure to go check them out, section103.com. All right, here are our picks of the week presented by our great friends at Section 103. So here we go. Tonight, tonight, West Virginia and Virginia Tech renew their rivalry, and West Virginia is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Tim, do you have the Mountaineers walking into Blacksburg and upsetting the Hokies? Country roads, take me home. I got I got West Virginia winning this one, Ben. Okay. I, I will say I like the spread. It's two and a half, um, but I'm going to say Virginia Tech covers and they went out right. So give me the Hokies. Right. And I mean, these are two teams trying to find their identity. West Virginia, really, their head coach is kind of on the hot seat. He's 18 and 20 over his last four years. They need this win. 
and they need it big because this is a big rivalry game for this school. I think they've played – I mentioned it earlier uh, this week on our Sideline Sports Daily show. And somebody mentioned, like, they played in 21 and then they played in 2017. But before that, their last time that they played each other was 2005. And so, like, these teams haven't really played each other. They're trying to renew this rivalry. And I think Virginia Tech gets it done at home. And I think the home field advantage gives them that momentum. It's a Thursday night. Students are on campus. You're going to bring every student into Lane Stadium. I think it's just going to be a really great atmosphere for Virginia Tech tonight. And that helps them get the win. All right. I thought thought the same thing last week would help Auburn beat Penn State. (laughs) Boy, was I wrong. I was way wrong. We will get to Auburn in just a minute. Um, and after I, we go over this next game, I, I did mention I was going to start this segment off, and then you did the little thing. So I, I, I got to bring that up too. Um, Coastal Carolina is a two and a half point favorite at Georgia State tonight in downtown Atlanta. I'm going to go Coastal Carolina until you can get Grayson McCall out as quarterback at Coastal Carolina. Uh, I, this team's just too talented. Uh, Georgia State's had a really tough schedule. I mean, North Carolina, South Carolina. Uh, you know, they've had a really tough schedule, and they've played very well, honestly. Yeah. With the exception of two block punts returned for touchdowns against South Carolina, that would have been a one-score game. Exactly. North Carolina, I believe, was a one-score game as well, 35-28, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they played really well, and I think Coastal is very well, uh, is, has played very well. They're very solid team. As you mentioned, Grayson McCall, man, a very solid QB. And, again, you know, until he leaves, it's going to be it, – it's going to be basically the – Sunbelt's going to run through them, I think. And then App State's probably going to have something to say about that as well, the start they've had this year. Goodness gracious. Yeah. So, um, but overall, in this game, I don't know. I think I, I like Georgia State, man. I, I actually think they're going to pull off an upset here. I, I okay, think I, I think I think they're. I'm going to go out there and live, and I'm going to say a little more fun in the fun belt or Sun Belt, whichever one you want to call it. Uh, and I, I think Georgia State wins. All right. And it's at the old Turner Field, right, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, the old Turner Field. Uh, I mean, uh, just depressing. Every time you drive by that place, you're just like, sweet memories. But, I mean, you may never go through Atlanta as much as I do. So. I've never actually been there s- s- really? since the Braves left. Since the Braves left, I've never been on that side. So. I, okay. The, you don't, like, you've never driven down to, like, Florida, like the coastline, like the Gulf side of Florida. I mean, I haven't been I haven't, even, I, haven't been, I, I haven't been to Florida since I was a sophomore in high school. So ah, okay. It's been a minute. Okay. Um, all right. Friday's game, Virginia at Syracuse. That's tomorrow night. Syracuse a 10 point favorite. I'm gonna just keep asking this Tim until you believe it. Are you buying Dino Babers, yes or no? Because <laughs> here we are, they're three and out Tim. They've looked good. <laughs> I will say they look good. Still not buying them. Ah. Uh. I, I gotta wait until we get more so into ACC play. I really do. Now, the one thing that I will say, Sean Tucker, that's the really truly the main thing I care about. In this. I want to see what, what he thinks of his performance on Twitter. That's yeah, that's the big I, thing. I, I want to see like, hey, because you know he didn't have a great game last week, and then everybody was waiting to see what he said, and then he came oh, out no, with he what did. he said. He did. Yeah, I know. Everybody was waiting to see what he came out with, and <laughs> it, 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 it was you know he was like, I'm glad we got the victory or something like that. But yeah, I definitely didn't have the greatest performance. It's like. Yeah, you had like 29 yards. I think that was, you know, very expected or something like that. He, he didn't have a great game, and he, and he acknowledged that. So I'm hoping he has a big game because it's always better on Twitter, and his, his reactions on Twitter are always better when he has a great game. So Here you go. Uh, this is three days ago. And I, I've sent this to you, a couple of these to you. It feels like it's an athlete trying to share their huddle highlights. 
<laughs> like in high school. It's literally what this sounds like. It's a picture of him like just running the football, right? And it's against uh, whoever they Purdue, who they played last week. He said, I'll, "I'll try to do this in a very respectful way." This weekend, we won Syracuse thirty-two, Purdue twenty-nine. I'm pleased with the outcome of the game. You got there's no exclamation mark, so you just got to read it like it's yeah, very monotone. Right? Yeah, you have to love three now. I'm not pleased with my performance. I expect more from myself. The grind never stops, nor will number 34. I rushed for 42 yards, two receptions for 23 yards. Hashtag pleased. <laughs> Hashtag pleased. <laughs> oh, like, I just love it. It's fantastic. It's just like, it, it, I feel like it just comes so monotone. And so like every time I read it, I'm just like, what, what is this tweet? Like, what are you trying to say? Like, yeah. it's like a huddle highlight that a high school athlete posts after they win like a big game. It's like, oh, these are my stats. Like, come and recruit me. And he's just like, here's my highlight. Here's my stats. And I'm just like, here's okay. I'm very happy with how I did. Had a great hashtag, run. please. Hashtag, hashtag, please. Not blessed. Not, not great. Please. Yeah, there you go. And please is also spelled with a three and a four because he's got his number in there. So I don't know how that works, but it is what it is. All right. So I'm going to go Syracuse in, in this one. Who are they playing? <laughs> Virginia. <laughs> They're playing yeah. Virginia, but it's at Syracuse. Oh, it's at Syracuse. Syracuse is always something else in the carrier dome, man. So I, it's I guess not the carrier I'll, dome. It's not. Oh no! It's now. That shows how much I keep up with their stadium name. <laughs> I, you know, always, everything's changing. Why does everything gotta change? It, it, the funniest part okay. about it is it's literally after a a like um a air conditioning company, but there's no air conditioning in the carrier dome. Yes, it's after an air conditioning company, but there's no air conditioning in the carrier now. What's the point? <laughs> What's that right. sponsor do then? Like, <laughs> yeah, like seriously. Hey, well, hey, they just gave us a bunch of a bunch of money. Okay, but don't you with that money? Wouldn't it be wanna, nice? <laughs> it, wouldn't it be productive to say, hey, we'll give you some of that money back if you put AC in the dome. That may be a decent experience for our fans, but you know what? Nah, we're just going to have them go home with a big old armpit stains every every time we play a home game. Good exactly. Boy. I mean, to be fair, now that I think about it, because once you get to October, you know, Syracuse, New York's not exactly hot. Yeah. So, in a way, I kind of understand it. So, I guess yeah. it makes sense. I mean, more, more, yeah. The more but you, you know. still play basketball. Well, basketball's during the winter, too, so never mind. It don't, it don't matter. So. All right. Well, oh, yeah. I got Anyways, you. yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. We were almost about to forget the picks. <laughs> I, right. I'll, and by the way, I'll be really disappointed if Duke and Kansas is not on this. Uh, no, it, it is on this list. I promise. Yes. Okay. Yes. So the, um, the teams that we thought were awful and they're somehow undefeated. Yes. And speaking of awful teams, Tim, I, I before we jumped on this segment, we have just went way sidetracked. I, I don't even know what we've done. Um, but I, I will admit you were right, Tim, last week, and I've admitted it on the sideline sports daily. You're gonna have to be more more specific. I'm right about a lot of you things. were right about Georgia Tech's <laughs> offense. I told you that I thing tried was to tell non-existent. You. I tried to tell you, Ben. I told you. I'm like, dude, 
I don't think you're going to be in for it. I mean, Clemson hasn't played that great defensively, and we look like NFL All-Pro in that game against Georgia Tech for the most part. So I, I, I was just like, I, I don't know, man. It's, it, and it made it worse when Lane Kiffin came out and said, oh, we were we wanted to pass the football, but knowing the situation Jeff Collins was in, mm-hmm. we didn't throw the football. That automatically is just like, dude, ejection. You're gone. Get get out of the program. We don't want you here. We, yeah. we don't care. You have 10 them. wins in your four years here. Get your butt out. Like, I I mean, it's awful. So, I, I, I agree with you, Tim. Jeff Collins just needs to be done. And if you want to check all those episodes out, go check it out on Sideline Sports Daily after the Sideline Sports Show. Um, All right. Let's get to games on Saturday. Clemson at Wake Forest. Clemson's a seven-point favorite on the road. I've really had to think about this, Ben. I've told okay. you my strategy before, right? Yes, because Because yes. anytime it feels like hey, I pick Clemson. It's worked. It's worked up to this point, Tim, where you pick Clemson this year. It's worked because you did it against Georgia Tech, and here we are. Well, I mean. That first half real. was a little shaky, but the second half was – it was pretty good. We definitely – Clemson definitely looks better than what they did last year. Yes. That, you know, which was offensively, you know, the, yes. I can agree with that. It looks improved, but not fantastic. Yeah. Defense is definitely, I don't know what's happened to our defense. I, I know Brian Brissett's had a lot. I think they've gone through a lot as well. Uh, they haven't looked great, to be honest with you. They've put together two uninspiring performances back to back now. Um, oh, man. I, I think I'm going to roll with Clemson again. I think I'm, I'm going to say it. You know, uh, for those that don't know, for a while I went with the philosophy. Anytime I pick Clemson, they lose or they they, they don't cover. Or they have play a really close game. Or but but, but if, if I pick the other team to win, then Clemson steamrolls them by like thirty or forty. So I, I thought about it, but you know what? I, I think I'm going to go ahead and say I think that curse is over with. You hear me knocking on wood there? Yes. Uh, <laughs> and so, so I, I think Clemson wins this game. Okay. I'm going to get Clemson as well, and I think this is the reason why. I think Clemson's defense can definitely stop the run. We've seen that all year long. We saw it against Tech, Furman, Louisiana Tech. We've seen teams not been able to run the ball efficiently and consistently. But Sam Hartman is very good in the pass game. He is. And and they're very happy to have him back right now as quarterback for this game. I, but I think Clemson will just be a little too much. I and I'm not, I think this spread is completely right, and I think it's a very close game. So give me Wake Forest in a seven point win, like right on the money. Like Vegas has the spread dead on, like mm-hmm. completely correct. So I'm gonna go Clemson, Baylor at Iowa State as they're undefeated and they're a two and a half point favorite over Baylor. Who you got, Tim? Is this game in Waco or in Ames? Ames. The names, ooh. Yeah. Mm. Baylor's really good, at, really good at home. Not, I mean, they're not bad, but, I mean, obviously not, not going to be as good they as They lost home. on the road already this year. Because mm-hmm. I called that. I called that, you too, did. by the way. You did. And, sorry. I'll, I'll get up a little train. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I, I got to go Baylor. I just think they're the better team. I, I don't – I don't. not too fond of Iowa State's offense, but – um. And I think Baylor gets it done. I really love Baylor's defense. I think they'll have enough. I think this would be a definitely kind of grinded out game, like probably 2013 type deal. So yeah. I, I think Baylor comes away victorious. Yeah. And my thing was this is I agree with you when, when you said Iowa State's offense hasn't shown. Like when they played Iowa, it was only like a 10 to 7 ball game, I think was the final of that game. And neither offense really got it going. 
And I think that's going to be the question because Baylor's offense can score. That That's not even a question. It's can the Cyclones keep up at home? Mm-hmm. And that's going to be the question because Baylor's offense is really good. And they've got it all going now after that BYU loss, which was heartbreaking. Um, they're going to – I think they're just going to try to keep winning and go undefeated for the rest of the season to make that college football playoff run. I Like I said, I'm high on Baylor, and I'm going to try to keep being, but I, I was very tempted to pick the Cyclones, but I'm going to go Baylor on, in a close one. I like the spread. It's two and a half. I mean, you can't win by two and a half, but that seems about right. So uh, Missouri at Auburn. We talked about Auburn. If this game goes sideways, Tim, Brian Harson is out, and you know what? I'm going to do it. Give me Missouri in the upset win at Auburn. This Give game is anyway. so uninspiring. I, I'm like, goodness gracious. I mean, Auburn team that just got blown out by a Penn State team that we thought looked very beatable in their first week of the season got blown out by 41 to 12 at home. Embarrassing. Uh, yikes, man. Uh, uh, not liking Auburn at all. I don't think I'm going to pick them the rest of the year, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> and I, after that, you, you do me that, that disservice. I'm with you. I'm going to go Missouri as well. All right, well, we'll try to speed through these because we only got about 10 minutes left. TCU at SMU. TCU's a two-point favorite. I'm going to go TCU to keep going undefeated. I'm actually going to go TCU as well. I think I think the Horned Frogs get it done. Man, Tim, we've agreed on almost every single pick except tonight's game. So here's your game of the week, Tim. Duke at right. Kansas. Oh, the battle of the undefeateds. <laughs> it's a sold-out crowd. <laughs> Is it actually? Yes, they announced today it is sold out. Hey, credit to them. They have looked really good so far. They have looked really good this year. I'm like, wow, this Kansas team actually might look at actually middle of the pack this year. All right, boys. But seriously, I mean, they they played lights out as well. Definitely not a believer, Duke. I think Kansas wallops, Duke, to be honest. I don't think think it's going to be anywhere close, to be honest. I think this is somewhere around the lines of like 42-14 type deal. Wow. I don't think it's going to be close. Well, I will agree that Kansas is going to win, but I don't know if I'm willing to put the sp- – like, I'll go plus the spread. That I think they'll win by, like, 14 points. I don't think they're going to win by, like, 30. Like, you got it, like, 30 points. Yeah, but 28. 20 points around there, yeah. I think Duke we'll head coach is a defensive coordinator or used to be a defensive coordinator. They've gotten better defensively. Offensively, I just don't know if they're going to keep up with Kansas. That's my only problem with Duke yeah. right now. So, I thought we'd say that. <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah, Never right. Thought we'd say that. Goodness it, gracious. Well, and it was crazy because I saw the stat like the like the four big schools in college football are in college basketball are all three and zero right now. Duke, Kansas, North Carolina, and Kentucky. Like they are all undefeated right now. So kudos to those schools. All right. Florida at Tennessee. Tennessee's a ten and a half point favorite. Tim. Uh, now, granted, Tennessee has not won. Tennessee has not won in a very long time. Tim. I think that changes. But, I, I'll be yeah, honest. Hey, hey, you guys laughed at me. What do you say now, Tennessee? What are they top ten right now? I'm just saying they were unranked. They're on their way, baby. Go Vols. I'm just. I, I, hey. Remember preseason when I picked Tennessee to be my sleeper team to get into the playoffs. Look at now. They are on the up. Some people are saying they should be even ranked ahead of Clemson. I wouldn't go that far quite yet. 
but they're definitely in there. They win this week, and Clemson has a you know an eh performance against Wake Forest. I think we could definitely make the case. That conversation's well. made, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I'm you know I called Georgia winning the Natty last year. Could I call Tennessee getting into Ooh. the playoff this year? Uh, hey, do you hey, think, if that happens, just call me Nostradamus and take me to Vegas. So. Do, you, do you think they're better than Georgia Seal? Heck no. Okay. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't say that now. <laughs> I, can't, I cannot say that. Uh, okay. you know, like when, you, when you put up 49 on Oregon and then 48 on South Carolina on the road, uh, you know, it's, who would have thought their game against Sanford? An SES opponent would be their game where they scored the least amount of points. I know, right? Who would have thunk? Who would have thunk, Tim? Who would have thunk? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, you know, I'm still going to roll with Tennessee to be in the playoff. Now, it's going to be really interesting when Tennessee and Georgia play each other. That's yes. Be, I don't know what I'm going to do at that point. Do I, do I go do – uh, do, do I stick to Tennessee. my guns? Do I go to my guns or do what – I don't know. I don't know. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll figure, figure We'll out. cross that road when we get there. That's right. Notre Dame at North Carolina, it's a one-and-a-half point favored for North Carolina. Ooh. I'm going to go North Carolina because of the fact that I've not seen anything out of Notre Dame to make me believe in Notre Dame. I haven't either. Uh, it's going to be interesting just because Notre Dame plays a defensive style. North Carolina loves to score up and down the field, no defense. And something's got to give here. So, like, it, will it fit more Notre Dame style? Will it fit North Carolina style? If it fits North Carolina style, it'll be over by halftime. So – uh, with that, I, I don't think it'll be over by halftime. I think Notre Dame will find a way to kind of prolong this game a little bit. But I think just in Chapel Hill, man, I think yeah, I think UNC is just going to be too much in this one. Give me the Tar Heels. Notre Dame starting one and three. Who would have ever thought? Oh thunk man, it? yeah. There's a lot of things in college who football. That, yeah, who would have thought? I think we need to make that a new segment on the show. Who would have thought? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There we go. We'll bring it to you next week. Who would have thought? All right. All who right. Thunk? The team that was very close to beating UNC earlier in the year, App State host James Madison in a Sunbelt Conference game as App State's favored by seven and a half. I think that's about right. I I, I think App State could probably maybe win by about a touchdown, a field goal, 10, 10 points. James Madison, again, the team that making the jump to FBS this year, that they looked all, they obviously re- looked really good in the FCS. If it hadn't been for North Dakota State, they'd have won a few more national titles down there. Yeah, but uh, I, I like James Madison. I think they're going to build something very, very cool over there, uh, up there in Virginia. But uh, for this one, I got to go App State. App State's just rolling, man. You, you almost you score forty points. This App State team is so weird. Forty points <laughs> in, the, in the in, in the fourth quarter, and of your one loss this year. <laughs> You scored 40 points in the fourth quarter. You lost. Then the next week, you play an absolute defensive slugfest. I'm like, where did this come from? Yeah, you win 17-14 at at, um, Texas A&M, at Texas A&M. It was like, okay. And then you went on a Hail Mary at home against Troy. And you're like, hey, you were almost right on that pick, Tim, though. You were almost right. Not going to lie. I was kind of glad that I was wrong. (laughs) Because in my college football pick-em thing that, that, that I have with the group of friends that I have, I had App State winning because, because as you know, I talked about on the show last week. I went to on a retreat, and uh, this place did not have self service, so I forgot to change it on there before I, I I went. So you can imagine Sunday afternoon when I was coming home, and my all my phone notifications were blowing up, and I saw that it, if they won on a hail mary, I'm like, please tell me I didn't change it. Please tell me I didn't change it. I looked, I was like, yes, I didn't change it. Let's go. <laughs> So, technically, in a way, I got it wrong here, but I got it where it mattered, you know, in yeah. the fantasy app with the group chat. 
So yeah, which I'm doing very well now. I'm like 24. Yes, six. I'm like I'm in the I'm in top 500. So hey, there you go. Or something. All right, Oregon. I'm I'm gonna go App State too. It's it, this is actually I, I, my bad. It, <laughs> believe no. Look, like here's the thing. Like talking. we've we we keep going and we're just guessing the same thing. So I, App State. I think James Madison is going. App State's coming off a very high, like the highest of highs. Like two highs in a row, yeah. Two highs in a row. Like if College Game Day could go back to App State, I bet you they would. Like because it was such an incredible environment, and I think it's going to be another incredible environment this weekend against James Madison, who is a very good opponent, probably one of the better teams now that is joining the Sun Belt Conference. I don't think they're going to get the win, unfortunately, over App State. So give me App State. But I do like the spread. I like it's a seven-point game because App State last week, we've shown what happens when they're on a high. How can they respond this week when they're on a high again because of the Hail Mary win? All right, Oregon at Washington State. Uh, Washington, yeah, Washington State. I think Washington State wins this one. I think they pull okay. off an upset. Oregon, you know, I, they look good at times and not so good at other times. I hate Georgia. But, yeah, I, and I think Washington State pulls us off at home. Okay, I'm going to go Oregon because of the fact I liked how they played BYU last week. So give me Oregon. All right, last one. Arkansas versus Texas A&M at Jerry's World. Texas A&M a two-point and a, a two point favorite. Neither team looked very inspiring, you know, the, especially the last couple of weeks. But uh, give me Arkansas. Yeah. I think th- I think they'll come – they'll bounce back. A&M is going to continue their downfall. Yeah, I agree. Arkansas gets the win there. All right. Before we go, make sure to follow us on all of our social media platforms, Sideline Sports Show, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. Make sure to go check us out on Twitter. It's at Sideline SP Show. The rest of them is Sideline Sports Show. You can look it up however you want to look it up. Just type in Sideline Sports Show. Section103.com, fantastic sponsor. Use your 10% off code Sideline at checkout, and then make sure to check out the Sideline Sports Daily right here every weekday at 10 a.m., except on Thursdays. All right. That's all that we have for today. Tim's about to go slug in a softball game. So, Tim, best of luck to you tonight. Um, Appreciate it, Go hit some dingers, Tim. Go hit some dingers. I shall try. I will keep you informed. (laughs) He's going to come on this show, and he's like, look, I hit two home runs. Hey, I've hit five RBIs. Hey, I, I have five dingers and four games in the church softball league I'm playing in. So th- this is a rec league, so this uh, may be a little more competitive. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Who knows? We'll find out. All right. Well, have a fantastic week, and we will see you all right here next week on the Sideline Sports Show.